How about time for a little Change My Mind Monday with our guy, Scott Lynn, here on BetMGM tonight. Hey, y'all. That's a terrible intro. Uh, Change My Mind on a Monday. Thank you for the lovely introduction. Oh, thank you, man. Uh, Change My Mind on a Monday. Trista, Denver is dead. Let Phoenix climb back into the series. Heard from John Bloom. Check it out where podcasts are available. Nuggets now minus 165 in the series. Phoenix is plus 140, and they have life. Some would say that because Chris Paul may be on the horizon, that could be a good thing. You say he's washed. But change my mind. I think Denver might be in trouble. I don't know that anyone's in trouble at this point. It's 2-2. You know, what we're seeing is, you know, the two games in Denver, Denver won. The two games in Phoenix, Phoenix won. So that's pretty much par for the course in the NBA playoffs, right? It doesn't really – the games don't begin until a team wins on the road, they say. And if – if Denver loses at home to Phoenix in Game 5, I think then we've got real issues. But until then, I think it's going to be an up-and-down, very close series. I think Phoenix has made it a game, but I certainly don't think that Denver is just, like, in a coffin, put the nail in them, they are done. I'm a little worried um, for the Nuggets and for Jokic in my finals MVP bet, only just because, like, you're getting nothing from the bench. And I don't expect the same performance uh, from Phoenix's bench, but... I don't know, man. I mean, Devin Booker, I don't know that he is going to calm down. I don't know that him shooting 75% from the floor wherever he's at right now is sustainable, but I do think that he could score 30 points every single game in this series, and I think that he's going to continue to put up the assist numbers, facilitate, run that offense. Again, the only person I think that's missing Chris Paul is DeAndre Ayton on the offensive end because he can't get anything going when he's not getting put in pick and rolls, but I trust KD. I trust Devin Booker, and for the Nuggets, like I like Jokic, but I need somebody else to step up, other than Jamal Murray, of course. I also worry because I think that the Nuggets are probably going to have to win another road game, and they're 19-22 and 22 away from home even in the regular season, although I guess they have home court advantage, so if it goes 7, at least they get game 7 at home. I think they might be in trouble, though. I'm still picking them to win the series, but I don't feel as good as I did last week, obviously. Change my mind, by the way. We have a goal in the uh, Edmonton Oilers-Vegas Golden Knights game already. My uh, Warren Fogle, 245 in on a redirect. one nothing Edmonton in the first period. I needed that. <laughs> I bet that last minute really quickly. I couldn't talk Trista into it, but it was uh, minus 175. Now it's minus 375, the Oilers. And the total, Scott, that I thought was a little high, up to 7.5 now. Minus 130 still to the under, but glad I didn't do anything with the total. Both goalies have had uh, issues uh, of late. I think Laurent Brossois. Uh, for Vegas was pulled last time out, and he just wasn't very good. And Oilers, very good. also the Oilers are uh, four and two when they score first. So there you go. Let's Tren- make that five trends, and two. Trends, Trista, trends. Trends. Five and two, baby. Change, five and two now. Change my mind. Back to the impassioned conversation with Mr. John Bloom of the Suns Radio Network in the first hour. Team owners belong in suites and nowhere else. Change my mind, Ryan. Start with you. Oh man. Hmm. That's a tough one. I want to say yes, but at the same time, I kind of like the owners. I I, I would be a hypocrite if I said yes, though, because I like the owners that are fans that actually care about the team. I like the owner like Mark Cuban that's there in Dallas Mavericks t-shirt and jeans. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like the owners. You like Balmer? You like the dancing along the baseline? You like Cuban getting involved? You like... They're fiery, man. They're there to root for the team that they put together, and I like that they care about the product that they did put together because as a Chicago sports fan, uh, you know, like, you look at the... You all all watched The Last Dance, and you saw Krause and Reinsdorf, 
And you hear the stories that Jordan would have came back and played another year if he didn't cut his finger on a cigar cutter. But the only problem was he wasn't going to come back unless they brought Phil Jackson back, and they weren't going to bring Phil Jackson back. I think the Bulls could have won another championship uh, in the early 2000s with Michael Jordan, even if they moved on from Scottie Pippen. And now you look at... You know, some of these other teams, I'm a big Cubs fan, and Tom Ricketts buys the team in the first couple years. You get a World Series, and you feel good, but then he sells away all your favorite players, and when the going gets tough, you no longer see him at Wrigley Field in Section 200, slapping high fives. So I actually like the owners, the general managers that are there. They're rooting for the team, so I'm fine with it. I don't think they should ever be able to put their hands on a player. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm fine with them being there. I don't think they need to be in the box or anything like that. Trista, before we get to you, how's your over-under? It's 1-1, Jonathan Marchessault, for, for the Vegas Golden Knights. Unreal. Is this going to be one of those days? It looks like it. Yeah. Trista, change my mind. Team owners belong in suites and nowhere else. Here's the thing. When you own a team, you get to do whatever the F you want. Fair. You get to sit wherever the F you want. And the best <laughs> seat in the house is courtside. It's not like the NFL where if the higher you up you are, the better the view you have because you get to see the bird's eye view. No, the action is on the court. Actually, you could quite say that his seat was pretty trash in comparison to where he should be. He should have been center court, court side. Yeah. I love owners that get into the mix and want to see the dynamics of their team. From a suite, you don't get any of the vibe. You have no idea what's going on. You're watching it on a TV with your little cushy friends, with your expensive food. When you're in the mix on the court, you get to see the fan environment. You get to see the trash talk. You get to see how guys are acting in terms of their body language. All of those are your assets, assets that you manage, and assets that your knowledge would help you make better decisions for. Change my mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, some, one more I just thing want to add, add one course. thing, though. So, add it. As a football guy, here's what drives me nuts, though. I don't want to see John Lynch on the sideline celebrating with the team, and I never want to see Jerry Jones on the sidelines <laughs> ever again. Now, I did get a kick out of it like when Jason Garrett was the head coach, and he'd go down and ream him out, but that's what drives me nuts. Yep. Unless, uh, I, I mean, I guess John Lynch shouldn't drive me as nuts because he's more involved and he's a former football guy, but Jerry just like stay in the box. Those owners I do want up in the box. Sorry. Let's go. All good. <laughs> uh, change my mind. A little bit of hockey. I am without feeling for my Toronto Maple Leaf rooting friends. Get past the first round for the first time since, what, 2004? Yep. And we don't have to get too deep in the weeds with this, but they keep on losing and finding a way to lose. To the Florida Panthers, who took out the almighty Boston Bruins in round number one. I mean, there's, there's a lot of change my minds that can stem from this. Up your seedings, basically, could also be one of them. But Florida's on a roll. I am just, I have no words for my friends in Toronto at this point. I'm sorry. I don't think that's good enough. Tristan, you got any vibe on this? It's, I think it's the, painful. I think the vibe is like... You need to figure out what's in the water. There's obviously some sort of voodoo doll that has been put uh, towards your team because the heartbreak is real. The heartbreak finds new ways to come your way, even when you make it past the first first round, which you were struggling to get past for many years. So, yeah, I mean, it's brutal, but at least you're in the playoffs and not like the Portland Trailblazers who are their best thing to think about think about is next week when it's uh, the NBA lottery and we hope to get uh, Victor Wamiyama. I mean, it's just brutal and now you could be without your top goaltender obviously and I mean, 
Florida, it doesn't make sense because Florida's won, what, six straight games? Yeah. And you're a Toronto fan, and you obviously look ahead. It's kind of like being a Boston Celtics fan or a Milwaukee Buck fan, and you're probably thinking of it like, oh, man, we get the Knicks or the Heat, and you can feel good about it. You get Florida, and all of a sudden, they're the hottest team in hockey. So I just feel terrible. If this isn't their year, I don't know when it's going to happen. we got more of these coming back. We'll, we'll, we'll sprinkle in, including something you said before when you talked about your Derby Day experience with your, your young son that I'd like to... Relitigate. Yeah, we got to get in. We got to celebrate that day a little bit more as well. Big 17 to 1 winner. Uh, Right now, the Golden Knights, Edmonton, they're tied up at 1. The over looking pretty good. Bad GM tonight, hour number 3 coming up next. Ryan Horton, Trista Crick, Scott Lynn with you here from the Beck UL Studios.